Welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter, and we have a, a special, special guest. guest. I was going to say the same thing. Oh, yeah, I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> we're just so in tune with each other because we do this show so much. For that it's me and you. Yeah, the Critter I, it's and, so the great. And it's Snarf so nice show. to have a special guest with us. You know, we really like that third leg to a tripod. Do you, do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners ahead, that might ahead. not know you? Special guest listener. I'm Danger. <laughs> Danger's back. It's been like... Six episode, but to be fair, the last time was Some, the, that wasn't his fault. Maybe the last three episodes are my fault. They're not your fault. They just weren't dangerous. Fault. Why are you staring at me like that? Keeping things jovial. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's a pleasure to be back, and uh, and I enjoy seeing these two jokers again. It's good having you back. Honestly, it is good to be uh, having well, you back. Miss that voice. We had Ken on here. We did have Ken. He was, it was another on. another solid voice guy. So, um, so the month of uh, Watch Your Mouth is over. Uh, make sure you go check out their podcast. Enjoyed their podcast. We just did the interview podcast with them for the last one. Welcome. Oh, thank you to those guys for coming over too. It was really awesome. Doing oh, you're very welcome. I was happy to be here. Yeah, I forget that you're on that podcast. <laughs> so when I talk about it, it's like, oh, it's not Critter. I'm excluding Critter. This is the <laughs> the directly, Watch Your Mouth guys. <laughs> this is directly to Ken and Dan. Yeah. Um, so before we really get into it, make sure you go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can email us at, do you remember the email address? Somewhat nerdy radio at gmail.com. And if you are on iTunes, uh, make sure you leave us a review and all the stars. I've been waiting to hear that. All the stars. <laughs> it's nice hearing it. Hey, I was listening to those other podcasts and y'all kind of, you didn't, you didn't drive it at home like I do. Come on now. Also, you can check out our podcast and all the other podcasts in the network, which is Future Flicks with Billiam and Nerds of the Square Circle uh, on SomewhatNerdy.com. You can find all of our podcasts right there on our website. So make sure you go do that. Leave them a review, too. Please. All the stars. All the stars. <laughs> I miss you, Danger. Yep. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, I miss y'all, too. It's uh, been a hard, long road. And since you haven't been here in forever... I've warned you before we start recording. This needs to be very in in, in depth, depth, in depth deep. catch up. We want to know what's, been what you've been doing. Tell us since everything. Since you haven't been here. I mostly just wrapped myself in covers and cried myself to sleep because I missed y'all so much. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Anything else? <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> it's a lot of crying. You could have been here. Hell no, man. I couldn't make it here. I was totally busy. I went you to were on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to I went to San Diego, but oh, it was cool. two weeks before the Comic Con. Just that sucks. It. Yeah. Did they have all the signs out in San Diego? Signage yeah. was put up all over the place. San Diego is really nice. I've been in realize, 07. It made me realize that I had made a mistake of not living in southern Southern California for the, your whole life because it's beautiful there. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly that I just should have postponed my vacation for two. two Why weeks. were y'all there in the first place? My girl had a. Uh, she had a conference that she was going to. Oh, for so you can't reschedule that anyway. The conference you can't reschedule. And no, honestly, does she does that. she enjoy the? Would do you think she would have enjoyed Comic Con? I know that answer already. No. God, that's a, that's a tough thing to bring someone that's not totally into the lifestyle into. She would have hated every second of it. I brought my girlfriend to Wizard World in New Orleans. She has a good time, but we go out drinking and eating afterwards. You know, so it's <laughs> kind of like we're gonna do this and then we're gonna go drink. Well, uh, y'all saw how she handled herself. <laughs> Uh, with class at second and charles Imagine. but i have to tell you when we got home she did tell me that she did not enjoy herself <laughs> <laughs> second charles was was actually pretty fun it, it was hot 
Yeah, it was. There's too many, people, way too in many people in that building. Yeah. I mean, we we like doing it now. Yeah, so, it, it was yeah. actually it, it was really cool where we were because we got to meet the guy that you know Scott Eines that did. That was the last time you've been on the podcast. Huh? We were talking about that. Yes. We have that awesome promo which we will play right now. Like, hey everybody, Scooby Doo and Shaggy here. Yeah. Uh, better known as Scott Ennis. Let me tell you something. Don't forget to check out somewhatnerdy.com because hey, aren't we all a little somewhat nerdy? Like you know it. Puppy power. Scrappy dappy doo. Somewhatnerdy.com. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and that was awesome. Really hearing, really uh, meeting the guy that did was, honestly, because I remember watching when I first saw Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, which was his first movie of Scooby. It was amazing. That that actually brought me, I mean, it was cool. I mean. That it, was our first public appearance. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Doesn't Scott Ennis have his own radio show? Yeah, in, right, um, right in, in Louisiana, Rouge. in Baton Rouge, yeah. I still nerd out about getting in touch with him. Yeah, it's kind of cool. He was a nice guy. Yeah, he was really uh, You know what? He was a believable nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It was, he was an a truly nice guy, but maybe he thought we were famous like him. I don't think so. He was just he he was just like a cool dude and like as a joke or not famous. But what what I mean was he he you could tell he was bitter because of the, maybe not bitter, but you could tell that he knew what life was like in that industry. But it didn't affect him actually being a normal personal. nice person yeah, yeah. instead of just like this fake nice person. He wasn't a fake nice person. Is that all you've been up to? Danger. Oh, I've you know. Life takes us down mysterious roads, but I travel them with stoicism and uh, vagueness well, and, and obscurity. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back. We have missed you. The, the show has not been the same since you haven't been here. Oh, I know. I listened to them. <laughs> <laughs> they are severely lacking. A little bit of danger. At least y'all had some golden vo- voice talent on here, you know? Yeah, we've had Sam on. Oh, I could have used you there, bud. Yeah, we we kind of needed you. I, I heard. Need, I needed you to really jump in and have my back on that. We've had Dan uh, and Ken from Watch Your Mouth. We've also had Critter from Watch Your Mouth. You've hey. had better. <laughs> well, it's nice. Let's be included. So, how about you, Critter? What have you been up to? Um. Well, I'm still catching up on tons of old shows. So, I finished all of Spawn. And honestly, I was really kind of upset that season three ended. And then I was like, what? That's it? You know, because it's a slow paced show. I don't remember how it ended. It just ended because oh, really? it was supposed to be like another season. Yeah. Well, like, it's obvious. He just he just decided he wants his humanity back. And that's where you're really going to see some cool stuff. Before that, it was, uh, you know, just it's a slow show. Yeah. It's it cool, is. but it's slow. So, if you don't have patience, it's not the show for you. Even though it's 30 minutes, you're going to be like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's so annoying. Are it's you, like, are you talking about the HBO, uh, the HBO one. Yeah. animated series? Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude! It's been forever since I've seen it's those. It's on uh, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So after that, I've been watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and it's equally as annoying. <laughs> you're like, Never oh, seen my. it. Uh, it's it's a cool show. It's a it's a really cool show, but it's heavily improvised. So a lot of people when they talk, they don't. No one talks like that in real life. You know, this is like it's a lot of and then conversations. So it's a lot of people right, repeating right. what you say, and then while they're trying to think of their next line, because it's lightly scripted, but it's. They have a guideline. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool show, and you know, like, you can tell he's going to do something. It's just, it's going to irk you. So if you get uncomfortable easy, this is not the show for you. Okay. So if you think The Office is uncomfortable, this is way worse. It's not the show for you. How about Parks and Recreation? It's way worse than all of those. Okay. I don't probably not going to like it then. I like Parks. I don't really like Office, no. Well, well, when I say worse, it's a lot more cringy. Cringy stuff? It's, yeah, I don't like it's, cringy uh, stuff. You know, it's on HBO. I have enough cringe in my life to, to watch a whole TV show about it. Yeah. And the thing is, it has a lot of Seinfeld 
esque moments. Seinfeld. Well, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't like it then much. because it's yeah. the I'm whole out. it's the whole people getting upset for things that if someone did that to me, I would seriously Punch fight people so, in the face. So many fights. Yeah. I'd be in so many fights because of that. I'm like, you seriously did that? I'm gonna fight you now. <laughs> I like, do you do you demand it like that? I'm, I am putting the challenge out to you, sir. I will fight you now. <laughs> is that is that what happens? Dude, Tough talk, in, in this Jeez. show, if you watch the show, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If someone did the stuff like. You can a lot of times he's not even guilty of being a horrible person. He's horrible in a lot of situations. But if someone did something to me like leave me out in the middle of nowhere because I didn't pick up his golf ball and then I saw him at the dinner party I was supposed to go to, I would have left across that table and punched him. So if I leave you somewhere, you would never leave me. No, I wouldn't. People wouldn't do that regardless. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're, this is a prank. I want I want to prank you and leave you somewhere. I will throw a punch at you. <laughs> But see, now I know it's a prank. It's going to be a prank. This guy did it out of spite. Okay, It's gotcha. different. Whatever, man. Just because it's a prank doesn't mean it's okay. You need to punch Chris no matter what. <laughs> well, Chris is a bigger guy than me, you know? <laughs> so whatever I do, it's going to have to be a sucker punch. Uh, thanks for warning me. <laughs> well, the thing is, you never know. I'm around a lot. <laughs> You'll be like, hey, Critter, what's up? Wow. <laughs> At your daughter's birthday party. Oh, happy birthday, Chris. Thanks for having me. Wow. Critter, don't punch me. I'm old. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. When you get older, fighting is just way worse. Yeah, well, see, now I always talk about it. If I'm in a fight now, I'm trying to kill you. Because I'm thinking you're trying to kill me. Because I am old now. Just, I might a, have a heart attack. It's just survival at this point. He's gonna. I'm gonna break a break a wrist. I'm never gonna be the same. I might break a hip. I don't know. It's, it's like I've got I've got to die of infection in the hospital. I can't have that. I've got to beat this guy. Too old for this rigs. So that's what I've been up to. Snarf Chris, what about you? Well, uh, nothing really super nerdy. Uh, I've been catching up on like this old movies. I've been finding a bunch of old movies to be able to give y'all for mm-hmm. our movie reviews. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to tell you those movies right now, but some of them are awesome. So, okay. So they're awesome. I found my new favorite movie uh, last week, which will be the next movie I give y'all. And I can't wait for y'all to watch this movie because... I can, I can wait. Um, I can wait because these films have been ridiculous. <laughs> Well, here's I, this the whole, isn't kind of the point, though. It's just kind of this next movie that if I give this movie to y'all and y'all find out on the next full podcast and y'all don't like it, I will think less of y'all and y'all are fired from the podcast. You can't fire us. <laughs> I know that. You just try it. <laughs> I will try to fire y'all from the podcast. You mean just not let let us into the studio? That's about all you can do. I, I realize that. But no, other than that, I've had some life things come up. Life-changing life things. We'll, we'll, I'll talk about it on the podcast a little bit later. But uh, scary time in my personal life. Very scary. On top of all the podcasts. Man, I po- I podcast like it's you. You you podcast every week mm-hmm. uh, on Nurse Square Circle. I'm also the co-host on that, and that show is just it takes a toll on you, man. It takes too. a toll. Yeah. You know, so the- when we take weeks off and we get complaints from fans that listen to the podcast and actually contact people <laughs> on that show for some reason, but if we we never hear from people on that podcast, we always hear from people about two different things that we talk about: New Japan, which is the Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. And when we don't release a podcast, that's it. It's what? either like, stop talking about New Japan. Nobody talks about it. Where's the podcast at this week? Hey, man, they're just passionate. It's passionate. That's Wrestling fans like are kind fans. of kind of assholes, too. So that's what it's like to have fans. You know, I got about three of them still think been a while since I don't I've been know. around. But... Yeah. I, we probably got people stop listening because you haven't been on the show. Our, our numbers have went down. I know. <laughs> no, they haven't. But <laughs> <laughs> they've actually went up. Thank you, for everybody, for listening. Yeah, and that's about the only thing I've been up to. There's some other things I've been up to uh, else, but I'm going to talk about them in like the news sections and stuff. Okay. Oh, and by the way, our, our nerd talk, we're going to talk about Comic-Con. 
Okay. <laughs> so, this is a good time as any to, to say what the nerd talks. You probably saw it in the, the title. Um, but we haven't been together since uh, Comic Con, and we still wanted to do a Comic Con. Honestly, I don't episode, think it's so. I don't think it's too late. You can nah, still nah. hear you know what we think about these types of things. Uh, I'm really excited about the trailers that I saw. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, been a lot. This was a really good Comic Con for trailers and news and stuff like that. So yeah, that's what we're gonna do in the nerd talk. But before we get into the news, obviously this is gonna be the second edition of our. We need a name for this segment where we give each other a movie review. Tell you what, listeners, if you have a good name after listening. Listening to this next little bit that we're about to do. If you can think of a good name for this, what we hope to be a running thing in each full issue, let us know. And let's not name it something like, I hate my friends. Even though that's probably what... How... I, oh my god, this is how I'm feeling right now. So, something like that, yeah. Give us a name of this segment, uh, and I'll maybe make a jingle. Fun with flops. It's not, not bad. bad. It's not, not bad. bad. That'll be the that's that's in the front runner right now. <laughs> that's a front runner yeah. unless unless someone can come up with something. A Billiam, little bit. Billiam, give us uh give us some ideas. It's the only it's runner a... right now. So <laughs> critter. So critter on the last full podcast gave us a movie to watch and effectively ended our friendship. Yeah, pretty it was, much. Uh, it's pretty strong. Uh, and it was Meet the Feebles, and it was a 1989 movie directed by Peter Jackson. Just once in a lifetime, there comes a motion picture so courageous, so explosive, that all else pales in comparison. A motion picture that breaks with convention, disregards taboos, risks 90 days in jail. Feeling shy? Are you pledged? This is a family show, for Christ's sake. And digs deep into hitherto unexplored regions. This is such a picture. Oh, it's beautiful white forest. The barriers are down. Sex. I'm hot, Bletch, but not the way you think. Drugs. Animal husbandry. Why did you bring it here? It's not mine. You know it's not. We'll let the court decide that, shall we? Corruption. Barry, do we align? From the killing fields of Vietnam to the playing fields of Beverly Hills. What the This is the motion picture that dares to probe the secret innermost fears. It's the big one, Harry. No, it can't be. I've taken precautions. That eats at the heart. <laughs> that tears at the soul. Please, God. I know I've been a bad bunny. From Peter Jackson, the director who gave you bad taste, comes a movie with no taste at all. Meet the Feebles. A motion picture that gives all it's got. Meet the Feebles. The adult puppet movie with something to offend everyone. Please, don't tell your friends how it all comes out in the end. Which was his second movie? Second movie he ever directed, yes. And I was really 
There's no plot to like one of the things that we need to do is like give the plot for whoa, the movie. Whoa, whoa. Let's, let's 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 just rein it back a little bit. Let's start it with this. Okay, so 1989, Peter Jackson's second movie he directed. Apparently, Peter Jackson decided this is the movie that he would want to watch. Yeah. So he directed this I watched is a an passion. Inter- I watched an interview with him who goes like I want to make movies that I want to watch. So, yes. And then he did this. So this this is his passion, right? So let's face it, Chris, when you read about this movie, what was your first instinct? Okay. Before you when you, you watch I found out about this movie on this podcast when you told me about it. Right. So I did a, I think I watched a trailer and I read something about it and I'm like this movie was made for me. I liked real I like really messed up movies. One of my favorite things in the whole entire world is The Muppet. Uh-huh. I'm like this is this movie speaks to me on a personal level. So for those of you who don't know Meet the Feebles is Peter Jackson's take on The Muppet Variety Show. If you remember The Muppets when they had a TV show, they you yeah. know, they this was more of a movie about the behind the scenes what's happening with the muppets behind it made up muppets they're not yeah, muppet yeah, related yeah, they're their own muppets. new puppets yeah. is you know that's why it's the meet the feebles variety hour or whatever um so this is kind of like these children style muppet characters are in adult situations and adult no uh, no 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 not adult situations deplorable human being situations which who knows i mean there's probably i don't tons hang out of, with adults like this probably well, i should I mean, maybe well, but you know we're not in the movie industry yeah, there you, you know go. we're not in the entertainment business like that maybe maybe they do that kind of crap i don't know so there's, there's very little virtue in this film and there's a ton of vice so, so there's, there's the background on the movie now chris how do you feel about it okay good points uh, i'll start with some good points and that's kind of what we we want to do is give some good points about the bad movies that we're watching the puppet all the animatronic kind of stuff i really like like i watched it for it and i was like oh that's really cool even some of the effects of like the gore and stuff like that was really done it was, cool. it was classic peter jackson yeah gore. yeah yeah it, oh yeah most definitely in like puppet form mm-hmm. which is really cool i love some of the puppets i love some of the designs on this how the puppet worked and how they shot a lot of the things that's about like it... where my good points stop now i've never watched a movie where i'm like for the first 20 minutes i'm really really into the movie I like it. And then when I realized that stick that happens for the first 20 minutes continues to happen for the hour and a half, just the deplorable, bad, terrible creatures that just do terrible things to each other throughout the whole entire movie. There's orgies, drugs, orgies, drugs, murder, everything. Affairs, blowjobs. When I realized that wasn't going to stop, I'm like, oh, this is hard to watch. And it took me four times sitting down watching it. To finish it. At one point, there's a snuff film being filmed. Yes. Well, I thought it was hilarious that the rabbit is the one with a group of rabbits having that orgy that you're talking about. Like, they took the animal types of all these different Muppets and put them in the situations that exhibited their animal behavior and gave them some sort of vice in between there. And every one of those characters has something to deal with based on that on that behavior. That kind of sounds like danger's good point and that's probably the only one he's got too and i'm gonna be honest with you guys i agree with you totally you said this was a good movie i i last time i saw it i was in eighth grade oh <laughs> you know that's that's this might have been you know in even 10 years ago i might have enjoyed this more I really would have, probably. Oh, okay, so when I was in eighth grade, and, and same thing with you guys, you're around the same age as me, when, that was, you know, the late 90s. Yeah, yeah. So this was before internet got really good, 
this is before movies got really, really, really good. I mean, there were a lot of great movies, of course, but they weren't like, you know, when you watch a comic book movie now versus when you watch a comic book right, movie right, right. from back in the day, you're like, these are just good movies with comic book characters. Whereas comic book movies back in the day, you're like, ugh, you know? At least I got to see my character. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Other than Batman. Well, yeah, besides Batman, uh, which was the last time DC was really kind of nailing it. <laughs> But, you know, when you think about Captain America, the original Captain America movie, you're like, oh, really? That's... Are those real ears on the side of his head? Or are those plastic? So, exactly. So, this was before the internet really kind of got us used to seeing great things. And people are so good at making shorts now that are like, man, that is movie quality. That's amazing things. This movie should have only been 30 to 45 minutes. It, it would have been way better. At a 30-minute short. I don't know where... It even feels like that in a movie where they're like, oh, we got like an hour and a half to fill. Let's put this random scene about sodomy. Well, no, the they, they had too many side plots. It yeah. felt like, well, you know, there's, there's no a main drug... central character that you get to follow to see his character growth throughout the whole entire movie. You have... It, it's shot like a variety show, so there's so many different Story things going on at the yeah. same time. And you don't care about any of them. You don't care about anybody. Yeah, there's no connections to any characters. So I'll apologize. <laughs> Last time I saw it, like I said, I was a child. I liked all the, you know, the, you know, like all the stuff. You're like, oh man, I'm I not supposed to see this, this stuff. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, that's that's cool, and it's Muppets doing it. You know, oh wow, wow, wow. I am sorry, guys. I feel I'm embarrassed. I made my girlfriend watch this with me, <laughs> which is terrible. And, Which is terrible, by And the, way. the fact that she's still with me, at least right now, is amazing. I mean, she may go home and think about, like... What did I just watch? If this is the kind of things thing that, that he's into, into yeah. then I am done with him. I watched a trailer, and my wife... Well, I watched a trailer with my wife to see if she wanted to watch it with me. And it was a hard no. Like, Chris, watch this on your own time. I do not want to see this, ever. I didn't, I didn't want time spent with Catherine to be spent... In the presence Watch of such a film, yeah, uh, <laughs> I will say that the characters. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go another way. The characters do exhibit very shameful displays of vice and s the seven contrarian sins. So you've got Bletch; he's just completely greedy. You've got the gluttonous, the gluttonous hippo that is the main act that kind of mirrors Miss Piggy mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. the Muppets. Yeah, you've got that lecherous lustful uh rat shooting porn down in the basement <laughs> the the weirdest... as their side gigs yeah side yeah, gigs this was where this is where the film almost became untenable for me is where they the this innocent character walks in and he's very withdrawn he's a hedgehog so uh, the hedgehog yeah he winds up curling in a ball the moment he's introduced he curls into a ball that's how they introduce him as like character that Super might shy. that might be yeah. a speck of good in this world that you've been introduced to after seeing an orgy, after seeing a panty sniffer, after seeing all these different things. And yeah, we're really selling this movie, huh? <laughs> well, Nobody go watch this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not, don't I'm not, watch it. I'm not trying to sell people on it anymore. It's it's done. Don't watch it. Now At, that I've seen it as an adult, I'm embarrassed. Don't watch it. <laughs> At best, it's a fall from. I can't even say it's a fall from grace uh, because of the way this thing ends, but at least there's a virtuous moment where this hedgehog saves a life. The hedgehog was all it was always was the never good corrupted. Character. Yeah, yeah. He was never corrupted, so he I think he was kind of introduced as the kind of main character. Him, yeah. Yeah. The movie should have been more about that character going through all the things and not being corrupted through the old. That would have been fine. 
No, they wouldn't have been fine. I'm taking it all back. So the movie's if bad. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm kind of curious about how bad it is, do not watch this movie. You, you, I'm taking this, this warning however you want. Even if you take it as a challenge. No, don't. It's not worth it. We're if, just trying to tell you it's not worth it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's so many better things out there you need to experience, and this is not one of them. So, meet the feebles. Thank you, Critter, for... Ruining friendships. You're welcome. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> for making me... Because literally, I'm watching this movie over the past you know, week or so, because uh, it took me that long to get through it all. And I'm watching, and I'm going, Critter said this was a good movie, and he really liked it. <laughs> so... <laughs> do, you know, do you know how loud those words rang in my head when I was watching this? And I sat there, and I'm like, I have said this on the podcast that yeah, I like this movie. multiple times and now. I, and now, now rewatching it as an adult and, and by the way i've rewatched tons of movies as an adult yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like hey man this this holds up this holds up like like i'll still stand by dragon ball z because i still watch it as an adult i, I agree I could, I could still be like man this is kind of dumb but yeah it's kind of fun this i'm just like oh my god i will never <laughs> subject anybody to this torture ever again you this, know it's bad. this will break spies you could break you could break an entire person. It's the God, fanatic. A, like a sign of torture to down. tie him to a chair and just play this movie 24 hours. In a loop. Yeah. In a loop. You know it's bad when even the haze of nostalgia does not fix it. No. Or bring the, you any love for the The film. nostalgia that I had for it is now completely wrecked. It is co- completely corrupted <laughs> now. That And now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> like, And now, now I'm just like, man, what the hell was wrong with me that I thought, hey, this was cool. You know? <laughs> This is when you know when 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 the Spice Channel you can still like catch a, a glimpse of a nipple every now and then you're like oh my god there it is <laughs> just everything is just so well thank you critter I'm sorry guys. I I can't wait until it's your turn again I'm so sorry guys <laughs> but uh danger it is your turn for the next movie pick what do you got for us what do you got I, I'm I can't wait I it's got to be better meet the it's got to be better meet the feebles my... hell comes to Frogtown wasn't even that bad no it wasn't it, it, and that one was rough too. <laughs> In my teenage years, I really took to watching a lot of horror Ooh. films, and nobody did it better than Wes Craven, all right? Right, right. So, Wes Craven, I loved a lot of his films, and one that I saw on television a lot was Deadly Friend. I've never seen that. Never, well, never seen even heard of it. Never heard of it. It's got, that, it's got that villainous lady from The Goonies in it. Okay. okay. As, a, yeah. as an angry neighbor lady that Good. gives the children a hard time. And a robot. Okay. That is of some of some sentience. Okay. And so that, what's the name again? That's where that's where it goes from there. Uh, Deadly friend. Is it? Do you know where you can watch this at? I'll find it. Okay. Go look it on YouTube. This is where we've been watching a lot of our movies. Don't at. go view it on YouTube. No, his sure. Meet the feebles. Oh, no, don't, 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 don't you don't dare go. do that. <laughs> so uh, what's the name again? I'm sorry. Deadly friend deadly friend all right all right well well we'll have a review of that movie and our roundtable discussion of how bad it is or good it is on the next full podcast of someone on radio uh and but we're gonna go ahead and get into the news Doom! um since you are such a deadpool fanboy critter how about you go ahead and start us off Okay, well, this first little bit of news is, I'm sure everybody's seen it by now, some pictures of Cable have been released of Josh Brolin, and Josh Brolin is amazing. I don't know if you follow him on any kind of social media. He's an awesome dude. He's an awesome dude. He's almost as great as Ryan Reynolds. Almost. Ryan Reynolds on social media is, if you don't follow him, 
you need to. His stories was his kid. He, it's the best thing it's ever. It's hilarious. Yeah. Everything he posts is hilarious. Um, so he's been posting some stuff. That's where I first saw it was Ryan Reynolds' uh, uh, Twitter page. Twitter page. I saw it, yeah. And, and since then, everywhere. And it has a picture of Cable, of Josh Brolin as Cable. I think he looks great. He does. He's jacked up. He looks like Cable. The arm looks really cool. Um, some of the stuff, it doesn't look as futuristic. I have a problem with the arm for, only for a small thing, and, and it's my problem. And it, they've kind of changed uh, Cable in the comic book. It's not supposed to be a robot arm. It's, it's a virus. It, it's a virus that he has, and it's turning his skin into like, uh, like a metal thing. We don't know anything yet. That's a robot arm. Let's just you see you see robot parts in it. Let's just wait. No, they, just, they just don't. I, they don't need to do that for the movie because it's a hard thing to explain. What was the name of the virus? Technovirus. Technovirus. Pretty easy. Yeah. Um, and he he doesn't have a mutant power anymore because he uses his mutant power to control the virus where it doesn't spread. That's really hard things to explain in a comic book. But even in the comic book, they kind of forgot about that, and artists always draw it as a robot arm. So I didn't think that was going to happen in the movie, but it's kind of it's a a cable nitpick for me. Well, there you're not the only one nitpicking on cable. There's a lot of I okay, so I'm in a lot of different groups, right? And one of them, I'm in a a, a group with a lot of military people. I'm not in the military. I'm a big fan of military people, and by the way, they're also huge podcast fans. So you know, more power to them for listening. And and honestly, military people are huge nerds. Yes, and in, in a good way. We know a lot of them. However. There's a lot of flack with the one picture that is has shown of Cable with the guns. The gun is a big issue to a lot of military Why? people. Well, I mean, you know, military people know weaponry and they have a problem with the vector of the gun. And apparently that has to do with the stock of it. Uh, I, I, I could be wrong. I, I haven't done a whole lot of research on it, but that's the word I kept seeing. The vector, the vector, the vector. And I haven't done research, so I do apologize what that is. But I did notice some other people talk about the stock of that gun, of that particular stock on that particular gun. Is a problem. The angle, it, this the how, angle doesn't align how to the, the barrel the kickback of the weapon. Would be I don't know. Something? I don't know. It, it probably has to do. I don't know. That to might me, be what the vector means. To I don't me, know. it's it's a big gun because cable carries big guns. Right, but they were made up guns, and this one is like a hodgepodge of real guns. Because it almost looks like a you know what a bullpup is. Yes. Gun? Only because I've played Counter Strike a lot. That looks like a bullpup, doesn't it? But it was like a big thing off the side of it. it looks like a lot of things. And it's kind of weird too because. This picture, the full size picture they release of them, it has to do with the handle, the handle and the stock. The handles, so uh, the, the, the stock is not angled in line with the barrel of the weapon, so that it would be able to absorb the force into the shoulder. That is I don't it. care. We're watching a freaking comic book movie. But again, this this is just what happens with with any comic book thing. Remember Deadpool? The whole I, there's there's always going to be people that have an issue with it, and they're entitled to those opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, think about when we heard um changes to something that you're a huge fan of you're like Ugh. you know i mean you have a huge problem with hugh jackman being wolverine who's been yeah. amazing as wolverine he sucks as wolverine it's because he's, he's too, too tall, tall for you <laughs> no because he sucks he doesn't suck get out of he, here he cries as wolverine and wolverine should never cry you, have you watched the cartoon that's all that dude does is cry i know he's a little money girl and he never want to fight he never want to fight in the cartoon why i thought he was such a badass growing up i don't know I know. he, he lost every worst. single fight it's kind of weird too because this promo image storm of... was the badass <laughs> in the cartoon she is really badass and yeah in the comic book now uh but this picture 
heard a release of him. Um, I thought he was going to be bigger, which is weird because he's, he's huge in his picture. But they released a, a behind-the-scenes picture where they have the, the, the green arm, and he's, he looks like three times bigger than this well picture. he's wearing he's wearing a lot of a lot of things he's jacked up yeah dude. he's it's josh brolin which was already a big dude but then he got in like really good shape he's not that tall is he not tall he's not I that tall, he's tall. No, no no if you see him next to all the other actors playing characters uh-huh. in the marvel universe this big yeah he's thanos i know but he's smaller than yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. i mean when you got chris evans chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh those are two two really they're tall giant dudes, man yeah. I mean, Chris Pratt even. All those guys are all very relatively tall people. And in Hollywood, if you're 5'11", you're tall. Because most, most actors are between, what, 5'7 to 5'9? Sure. I mean, they're tiny. Well, Tom Cruise is like 5'7". Sylvester Stallone's 5'7". I mean... Is Sylvester Stallone really 5'7"? 5'7", 5'8". He's a, no he's a tiny no dude, but he's giant. That's why Rocky Four was so awesome is because he... <laughs> he had to reach up, up to punch Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> you heard they're doing another one in those? Was Dolph Lundgren in him? No, yeah, I he, don't. I don't. I don't doubt it. Dolph Lundgren just kind of is doing whatever yeah. now. Uh, so going back on Deadpool, no, uh, they will also release pictures of Domino. I'm not even going to try to say her name. Beats is her last name. Zazzy Beats. Yeah, there you go. Uh, as Domino, how do you feel about that? It's okay. I, I mean, hate it. It here's the thing. I hate it because she's she's probably fine. She, um, well, yeah. I'm, I the costume. Yeah, I don't really it. Dig seems it. phoned in. Yeah. But we don't know how she's going to do as an actress. Well, I think the, the character thing... is going to be fine because Domino's, a, I really like in the comic book, and I, it's kind of going to be an easy character to pull off. Uh, they, it's probably going to be a problem, like, explaining her powers. Cause yeah, it's, it's luck powers. Luck powers, yeah. The makeup work on it, it just seems... It seems lazy. It's do the cheapest way we can do Domino. But, see, what, that's, I think that's kind of maybe the problem with it is because Deadpool's costume was so spot on. You know, you get this cable. We got cable looking like cable. And then we got Domino. Let's just so see what happens. Uh, Let's movie, just see what happens. I'm hoping it's going to be as good as the first one. But I'm severely starting to get those little bitty doubts of Fox movies coming back. Because of looking at Domino. We'll see what happens. Um, there, There is a chance with that happening. Because since the first one did so well and Fox didn't have a lot of faith in it. Now they're getting involved. So, you know, the reason why the movie was so good. Because Fox like, just do whatever. You know, that's right. your budget, whatever. You have zero we'll, budget, we'll, do whatever you want. We'll make our want. money back it, We'll make regardless. our money in DVD sales. And yeah. then they made tons of money. And now they're like, oh, let's get more involved. And they think they know best, and they, the they don't. The director already quit. <laughs> so, I mean, the well, that, that was creative differences with yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's fine. Step one to making the first one good was the director, and Ryan Reynolds, obviously. They already had that director quit. Anyway, Deadpool looks good. We didn't get a trailer, no. No. They're still filming, like right now, aren't mm-hmm. they? So, yeah. Um, next up. Sticking with kind of Marvel news, Disney just announced that they are going to be creating their own streaming service and pulling all of their Disney movies off of Netflix. Uh, see, that that bugs me. Also, they just signed a big contract with Netflix, so they're actually pulling out of the contract that it, they made. And it bothers me because what does that do with Marvel? So the Marvel and Star Wars stuff apparently is still up in the air. Uh, Netflix is still working to keep that. Because Netflix severely has something invested in this. The Daredevil series. And I don't know the why, why Disney wants to pull out of something that's doing so well. It's making them tons of money. But the money is going through somebody else and into them. If they can just do a streaming service where it doesn't cost them any money and you give money directly to Disney, why do they not want to do that? I don't know. <sighs> to me, it, I like Disney movies. It's just another subscription I would have to do. Yeah, it it, it, it kind of kind of jams it up with that, huh? Yeah. 
maybe maybe people that work for Disney watched the entire season of Luke Cage and the entire season <laughs> of the Immortal Iron Fist and were like, oh, things have to change, you know? Maybe but, that's what happened. But the whole thing is, like, let's say they pull all the Marvel stuff off of Netflix. Who owns that Netflix show? Netflix produced that. Netflix put the money into it. Netflix is the one that benefited, you know, from doing the producing and stuff like that. I don't think Marvel, I mean, Disney can just take that and go, oh, we're going to put well, it Well, no, on. because they still, obviously, Sony still owns Spider-Man, even still owns Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, that, by the way, Spider-Man, Homecoming, Sony's number one movie for comic books. It was really good, too. It I, was good. I, yeah, I got to see it, so I, I was really happy with it. I'm gonna Some th- small nerd comic book problems that I have with it, but... I, see, my, my, my thing isn't even that. The only problem I really, I love the movie, the only problem I had, not enough web-slinging. Yeah, there wasn't, yeah. I really wanted to see more of it. It's it's fun to see it. I like seeing a neighborhood, you know, a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man handling small town problems with a very low-key villain in a very low-key fashion. Low-key, man. That dude was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Michael Michael Keaton Keaton is is so awesome. Uh, And and we're not going to talk about spoilers on this podcast, but I love that they didn't overuse Iron Man. Yeah. Because I really thought they were going to shove Tony Stark into every aspect of that movie. And they didn't. So it was, it was very well done. Um, I just wish there was a bit more web slinging. You know, that's what's yeah, yeah. fun about Spider Man. And the other movies, even the third one, you can see it, it's bad. It's really bad. But it was fun because of the web slinging. I like web slinging. All right, the next little bit of news, which is very cool, especially in the in the hindsight of Disney pulling out of Netflix, which could leave this huge gap of awesome comic book shows gone possibly i don't know what's going to happen with it but netflix buys what miller world and that's mark miller's comic book series stuff and i don't know how many people out there realize how many comic books mark miller has his hands in a lot but they're amazing fun cool stories a lot of them are kind of like you take this character and make it like this character i believe one of a you know nemesis is an amazing comic book that i love the guy in all white all white and and mark miller's pitch was what if Batman was a dick. <laughs> and he's a straight-up supervillain, isn't he? Straight-up yeah, yeah. supervillain. But that's your main character. That's who you follow. That's who you get to know. That's who you actually start developing, like, your your opinion of. And, and, and you see him, and he gets... You'll see him get captured. You're like, oh, man, how's the villain going to get out of this? And then he destroys everybody. Like, oh, man, I, didn't, I, I knew he'd get out, but not like that. Dang. <laughs> I know he, there's a lot of characters, like, uh, like 10 or 15 or something that he's... Re- I've never read any of them. Like, I know Mark Millar because it's from Marvel stuff that he's done, but I've never read any of his comic books, his solo stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm even saying his name wrong. I'm sorry. Millar? Millar. Yeah. That's how you say Millar, yeah. Okay. So, Mark Millar. He, dude, so many great. Wanted is a Mark Millar. Oh, yeah. A Kick-Ass, isn't it? Kick-Ass Yeah, well. Kick-Ass, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all his stuff. All, all the kind of off-the-wall comic book. Oh, and I say I haven't read any of his stuff, and I've read Wanted and Kick-Ass. Yeah, exactly. So he... Wanted, don't think about the movie. The movie's okay. If you don't think about it as a wanted movie, yeah, yeah. it was a good standalone. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it; it was fun. But, that's but the... I had read the comic books and was disappointed. Yeah, most definitely. See, but that's the thing: what he does in his comic books—they're ending, they're ending stories—and yeah. that is something very unique that he does. Not many people will will go like, "Hey, no, I see the potential in making money in this. Let's keep it going." 
and we'll reinvent the characters or give them alternate universes and all these different timelines or different scenarios. He's like, this is a story. I'll just make another amazing story. And that's what he does. So what they brought the rights to everything. So on Netflix, they're going to be making like a whole connective universe with all his characters. We'll have to wait and yeah, see. Yeah. I mean, it just it just happened. We'll see what they do. And this could be in in this happened shortly after the Disney news. Yeah. yeah so this definitely. could be in response to that. Like we're about to lose to the, fix it. the Marvel Knight stuff. Which we got to uh, fill a gap with something. I don't because I, I was super pumped to see hope. I'm I was hoping against hope that Ghost Rider would be a show. Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. But imagine, seeing this is the problem, was what I have Disney with the needs Disney to keep stuff. it on there, because who's going to go to Disney to watch these uh, borderline R shows? R shows. That's what I was talking with another friend of mine. He's like, so you're telling me that they're going to take the Netflix shows, which are very adult-oriented, go put it on a Disney app? Yeah. Who's who's buying a Disney app? Kids are buying a Disney app, so you can watch Moana and, you and know Aladdin how, You know how stuff, awkward you know? it is going to be for an, an adult with no kids to... <laughs> Have Start a Disney. shelling out money for a Disney app. Well, here's another thing, so too. So I'm watching all the Daredevils, all of this, Star Wars stuff, and Gravity Falls. <laughs> Which, by the way, I hear is a really great show. So my, just... my kids watch it. So, uh, But it, it it's... I don't have cable. I haven't had cable in 10 years, all right? You're about to see it in the movie with Deadpool, too. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I even had to think about it. Um, I'm going to leave that silence in, too. Um, that... I haven't had cable in so long, and and I have these subscription services, all right? And I keep adding to the subscription service. I know, and Boomerang just came out with one, and it's $40 a year, and it's amazing. It's only $40 a year? It's only $40 a year. Oh, I might have to buy that, too. Dude, it's kind of <laughs> worth it. Yeah, okay. It's, it's cheaper. But now, now I'm getting to a price of what it would be to have cable every month. Yeah, but it's still... It's not the same. It's not the same, because it's... It's on demand. When you want to watch it, yeah. All right, so it's not really a podcast unless we're talking about some Justice League uh, news. (laughs) We talk about it on every single podcast. Doesn't look good, boys. So there's some reviews that came out today for people that seen the first cut of the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unwatchable is the first words that are coming out of people's mouth. So the first cut, Josh Whedon has that. Um, Now there's been reports that there's been $25 million worth of reshoots that are, which was one of the things that, uh, me and my friend and we were talking about Josh Whedon has always had a hard on for wanting to do a Wonder Woman movie. It's very famously he wrote a whole script for it. Uh, he was going to do a Wonder Woman movie. That if if he got control of the Justice League movie, would he try to f- now frame it into a Wonder Woman movie? So apparently that's exactly what the reports are saying. They he is now and with Warner Brothers obviously success was Wonder Woman. They want to make her a more centralized character into Justice League. It was League a great movie. movie. I haven't seen it yet. Um, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah I want to see it. I, I heard it was really good. And But it was a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Now it's more turned towards a Wonder Woman movie. You know what? I wonder if that has something to do with all the hype going around Ben Affleck leaving Batman. I don't know. Well, and it sounds like they're trying to kick him out. But then there's the other side. Yeah, but I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe he it. He said I no. Really... He's like, I'm here. I know that. I know that, and but I. But he's ho- got to say that because he's still getting a paycheck, and he still he knows he, at least he has to make one or two more of these movies, so he can't be like, oh, "I'm out now, I'm not doing no more." It's just such a shame. Why you would isolate a guy that is so great at being Batman, who is a nerd, who knows the material who, the ahead of time, the person that should be in control of this? Exactly. This dude not only looks like Batman, has the physical, you know, presence of Batman. You know, he's a big dude. He's jacked up, six four, six five, which is Batman. I mean, 
every other Batman that we've had is kind of small, and he's the first one that, like, <laughs> if you ran into him in real life, even out of shape, yeah, then he could beat dude. you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, hey, maybe I won't mess so, with Ben Affleck. So this report is saying that the reshoots are taking place to make the movie less dark. So, translation, less Zack Snyder-like. More Joss, Joss More Whedon. Josh Whedon-like. That's and typical of Joss the executives Whedon. saw the first cut of it, and they re- a lot of what people that know him said it was unwatchable. But the problem with this and with Warner Brother movies in the first place, they said this about Wonder Woman. That's true. You know? That's true. They There was people all over the place that said it was a mess behind the scenes, um, that the movie was unwatchable. And it comes out. And it's done broke a bunch of records already because people really enjoy it. And it's not just because people are just going to see it because it's Wonder Woman because it's a good movie. So I don't know. And then the other rumor was that uh, Cyborg in the movie, uh, Zack Snyder shot him very cold, uh, more a little bit serious. And Cyborg's character should be a little bit less serious. And that's something that he wanted to reshoot. But $25 million of reshoots? That's, that's another movie. Lot. That's another movie. Yeah. I mean, not another comic book movie. No, another, it's not another Another album. decent movie. It's, it's another like, Deadpool movie. Yeah. Maybe it's yes. another Deadpool movie. Like, Deadpool's movie uh, budget wasn't even that high. So, I don't know. Uh, I hope it turns out good. Um, Zack Snyder, they also announced that after this uh, movie, Zack Snyder's hands in the DC Universe will be limited. So he'll be a producer or something like that. But I don't think he's going to be directing another movie anymore. Well, you And that's know, a good or a bad thing. I don't know. It, visually, he has an eye. Maybe if they gave the writing to someone else to develop a better story than Zack Snyder typically does. He has a very good eye of um, character development, character, character design. Character design and casting. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. At that kind of stuff. <clears throat> All right, so moving along, uh, right along, Robert Kirkman signs another uh, signs a deal with Amazon. Now, what that entails, we have no idea. But this is kind of big news if it's his other properties. Well, yeah, because I remember sitting in, the, in this or in your living room, going through your comic books, and you're like, "Oh, that's Ro- that's a Robert Kirkman comic book." So on my wall, it's one of the few posters I've even hung up here because it's one of my favorite things. Is Invincible, which is his superhero comic book. It is a great superhero universe that he's created so there's uh the astonishing wolfman is in this universe there's a character called brit uh it's all these uh it's a justice league knockoff they're like the global heroes or something like that and they're all a part of this team invincible is an alien that comes from it's a superman knockoff basically he was sent here to take over the whole entire universe um but he doesn't get his programming or something like that or his dad raises him wrong his father raises him wrong. Right, that's what because he gets inducted into like the the human life into a point where he I think he kills his dad, doesn't he? It's a bit more grimy and yeah. there are a lot more twists. It's not so it's an so adult oriented superhero comic book because it is gory. They punch through people's faces. It's really gory. If they do this kind of stuff on Amazon, well, Amazon needs it. Oh yeah, this would be so awesome. To Amazon do that. shows. I'm looking forward to the Tick coming out. Tick's good. The uh, first one was anyway. Well, Tick. And Tick is more of a comedic thing, but we yeah. really, like, now that the success uh, that, that Netflix has had, maybe, <laughs> now that it's moving <laughs> to Disney and Netflix is possibly doing the Millar world, um, but now, you know, everyone's looking to buy up properties. And the same thing happened when comic books started being in the in the spotlight to be, hey, these are money-making things. And that's why so many, di- you know, Marvel properties are spread across so many different studios. It's the same thing. Now people are like, what can we do to get TV shows? Because people love 
TV shows. They love movies, but they're like, you know what? There's just as much and money it, to be made in TV shows. Yeah, it's one of those things like Netflix. Everybody has a Netflix uh, account. Everybody has an Amazon Prime account. Well, and if not, you this, should. Is, this is another reason to help people buy it. You know how long it took me to buy a Prime account? Yeah, me too. It took me forever. And and the whole time, I'm sitting there, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I need to spend. And, and, you know, it's that one hit. Do I really need free shipping? Yeah. And But then you're like, oh, you get access to this. And then you're like, yeah, but what's really on it? Well, the tick's on it. Well, not only the tick, but, I mean, you get some good so, movies. Old movies and stuff like that, what I really... And what I use mostly for... We talk about Amazon Prime now. Not a sponsor, by the way. The music app. I haven't used it. Oh, the music app is awesome, man. The, the music, you name an album, it's on there, and you can download it on your All phone. All right, well... Uh... I'm it's gonna it's to... super worth it. I already own. I already have you Prime, already, you, so I might yeah, as well you have just Prime. get it. And you get all that stuff with Prime. Not a sponsor, by the way. I won't say that again. Unless you want to sponsor us, give yeah, us money. Go ahead, Amazon. Go ahead <laughs> and send us an email at somewhatnerdyradio at, at gmail.com. Thank you. Um, and a little last little news before we go into nerd talk, and this is real quick. Um, I just, I, I don't know why I just finally watched this movie. I really wanted to go see it in theaters, but y- y'all know me. I'm a big, giant monster fan. I love King Kong, Godzilla. You know we all are. My favorite video um, game of all time is War of the Monsters. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I love those movies, and I was so mad I wasn't able to see this in theater, but I finally saw Kong, Skull Island. Yeah. The movie is so good. It looked good, and I'm... It's another am, one I was embarrassed I missed. I am blown away about how good it was. I'm embarrassed I missed it. And it's such a weird shot movie, like where you have this normal, this kind of Jurassic Park shot scenes, and then all of a sudden it turns into an action movie with the, the quick cuts and the really like um, uh, artistic shots and all this stuff and like that and it shouldn't go together but it all goes together so perfectly so it's not as slow as uh peter jackson's king kong oh god no it leaned right off the in the first five minutes they show you kong oh so it's not 45 minutes no kong. no 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 and there's this there's just so much that happens in this movie that pumps me up for the future um so that's really got me into a kong mood obviously recently but boom uh studios which is the comic book company they they make like planet of the apes i think they made ghostbusters too mm-hmm. Uh, they're making a King Kong versus Planet of the Apes comic book. I need this in my life. Also, I think y'all notice about me, I love Planet of the Apes. It's one of my favorite movie franchises. All of them. All of them. Even the bad ones. <laughs> even the new ones. Um, but they're making a Kong I watched movie. the Marky Mark one recently. I, I like that movie. I watched it this it's week. It's not good, but it, I like that movie. It, honestly, it shows how far, even then, and that was, I don't know, what, late 90s? Uh, late Early 90s 2000s? Or 2001, maybe? How far... Uh, the effects have come. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, the CG, I mean, they use more practical effects in that yeah, one. they had to. And it yeah. looked good. Yeah. But n- comparing it to the, the more recent oh, CG stuff. Oh, when you have stuff, Caesar walking around as a monkey and you're completely believing that it's a monkey walking around? I, yeah. I, like, I was like, man. Well, I was it, like, this, these new ones, regardless of what you think about the movies, the, the, the CG work is incredible. Kong's, Kong's like this in the new movie. There's not a point that you go... Okay, that's not a, uh, that's not really a big monkey walking around. Okay, I really want to see this, and I I bet it's amazing. It is, but I have there's only two movies that ever got me choked up, and only one I've cried at, and that was Terminator Two is the only one I cried at. Mm-hmm. Peter Jackson's King Kong choked me up. Stuff. Like this... when when he fell off the building, I was like, this is this is way better than Peter Jackson's Kong. Peter Jackson's but it hit Kong me right in the feels. It's good. Hit me right in the feels. If it was about an hour shorter. Yeah, it's a it's a long movie. It's apparently what Peter Jackson does. Well, is he should have nipped this it. One a, a sequel to that one? No, no, no. This is a completely self. This is a I different time. Say, I, can't, for, I can't say anything. This uh, is this is like in the forties versus the twenties. This is in the says seventies. Seventies. Point is, Viet it's Kong. it's not it's not recent. 
but it's not in the 20s, which is King Kong. This ties into another movie, which everybody probably knows about now, Godzilla. They're tying these movies together. Nothing in this movie like, well, no, says anything Well, no, that's leaking everything out. There's, there's going to be yeah. a King Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla, movie. Godzilla movie. And there's nothing in this movie. That's not a spoiler. Uh, but watch this movie. Oh, I have every yeah, intention to watch definitely. this movie. There, th- I, this is not a movie I'm going to skip. Yeah, no. I'm buy- Look, I rented this movie. And I'm going to go buy it this weekend on Blu-ray, just so I have it. Like I, I, I enjoyed it that much. So anyway, um, that all I just brought this comic book up just so I can talk about Kong the movie. So, <laughs> uh, Boone's coming out as a comic book. Yeah, I'll be reading this too. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, take a break, and we're gonna come back with more news, but from Comic Con and our nerd talk. So uh, we'll be right back. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week. And I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds in a Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling do you like wrestling yeah Yeah. then you should listen to our podcast do you not like wrestling you should still listen to our podcast someone to read a comms nerds in the squared circle subscribe to us on itunes or your favorite podcast app today nerds in the squared circle on someonenerdy.com there are several ways to raise money for a good cause some do it by running marathons some host high dollar dinners And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, (laughs) the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at wympodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. back but while we were at break we realized randall wasn't here for the first uh the last full podcast well i mean the last six podcasts but <laughs> on the, the last podcast we gave uh ken zima that's we right dr- we that's drank right. zima and i don't want you to miss the the experience danger of drinking zima with us you notice that we're not drinking zima <laughs> they've handed me one and you are drinking zima is so it a twisty top it is a of course it's a zima <laughs> So what I first thing I want you to do Smell is it, really yeah. enjoy the aromatic effects that it has of what a malted beverage fart would smell like. Enjoy. Afford me a moment to take in the bouquet. Wafting. Nobody can see you. It's terrible. It smells so bad, right? No. Okay. Now Put I want you. My mouth. I want you to have that that smell in your head. Now taste it. <sighs> That's a fine beverage from the it, early. It, 
90s. 90s. No, now, be honest. With the it smelling as bad as it smelled and the taste, how do you compare the two? Uh, it definitely smelled worse than it tasted. Way worse. Yeah, it washed over my taste buds, and neither neither part was really uh, thrilling for me. <laughs> but <laughs> but taste-wise, it is like I expected it to just be liquid fart so diarrhea i thought i'd be drinking <laughs> diarrhea and it ended up being like oh thank god it wasn't diarrhea <laughs> so it ended up being like somewhat enjoyable because i was expecting the most heinous thing ever well, and it was actually not as bad as that danger is you enjoy it we have two more in the refrigerator because i will never drink them yeah i'm really looking forward to this headache <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and jump right into nerd talk like i said we're gonna talk about comic con uh comic con was about a month ago uh lots and lots and lots of nerd stuff obviously coming from comic con and this was a good comic con actually trailer wise trailer wise lots of trailer i mean look, lots cos- of news cosplay is always great yeah, yeah, yeah. i always love looking at the cosplay it makes me up, ups, upset really talking about comic con because i went in 07 so I went i've never 10 been 10 years ago i've never been 10 years ago one of me and my wife's girlfriend at the time uh, first trip, big trip, was the Comic-Con. I talked her into it somehow, and she went, and it was awesome. It's the Mecca. Everybody should go to the Comic-Con at least once. I'd like to. But... It's harder and harder to go to just because the tickets sell out, like, before immediately. To, immediately. Yeah, and there are certain things you only get if you've been at the Comic-Con. Yeah, we're going to talk about it, but they showed a uh, Avengers trailer that we, has, we can't hasn't see. Hasn't even leaked. I've seen it. Yeah, it's leaked. I watched it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you haven't seen it? No. Uh, it's hard. You can't find it now. It gets taken down as soon as it gets Yeah, it gets taken it gets down like, as soon as it gets pulled You know up, what? So. Now I remember you sending me that, but I was at work, so I so couldn't. So you can watch it. Yeah. It was already gone by the time you've seen it, then, yeah. Um, but we're going to start off with um, Ready Player One was one of the first trailers I watched from Comic-Con. And I don't know what happened when I watched this trailer, but I wanted more of it. You got a nostalgia boner. Like, yeah. you wouldn't believe. It hits you in Everywhere. spots you didn't realize you no, were being slapped. No, because it shows, um, right off the bat, Iron Giant. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Duke Nukem. Uh, DeLorean. Harley, Harley Quinn's in it. Deathstroke. Uh, DeLorean. Uh, the Akira bike. There's Kit. Kit. There's Christine. There's all these things in it. And I'm like, man. And I've heard about this movie for a while, because Spielberg's been working on this for the past couple of years. Well, if anyone can get all the rights to something, it's him. He's not getting the rights to everything. And I'll tell you why. So I wanted to know more about this. So I, I knew it was based on a book. And I broke the critter rule. Dude. I brought mm. the book. Dude. And okay, so what'd you think of the book? We'll so, start there. Apparently, there's a bunch of people that don't like the book because it kind of overanalyzes. The book really goes into a um, uh, the guy's just really trying to show his knowledge of 80s stuff. Sure. A lot. Well, there's the, always going to be haters. I loved the book. You screwed yourself, bud. I freaking loved the book. I could not. I, I, I did the audiobook. So the uh, Will Wheaton did the commentary for it. So he read the book. I did 15 hours. The book is, I did it in three days. Okay, you screwed yourself on this, man. I know. Because what you just did was, you read, if this trailer excited you enough to buy the book, and you love the book, this movie's not going to let you down. This movie's going to let me down. And because the movie will still be really good, but now you have this impossible standard in your head. You screwed yourself on this. And I already know this. Because reading the book, you'll realize how they can't do this in movie form. Right. Because they have more too many than, things. More than just, you know, the details that will be missing from the book uh, is the details that are going to be missing from your imagination. Yeah. No film is ever going to capture the and magic I, of and I've the done crazy it. 
popping up in your head. True. I've, I've done it a lot. I read Lord of Rings, uh, Fight Club. Fight Club is not a fair one because Fight Club follows the movie follows the book, book almost, almost exactly to a team. until the like the end. I think mm. after the they end change of the movie. very few things. Very few things. Um, so I've done this before, but I feel this movie. I shouldn't have read the book. You shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. If you would have read the book after, I guarantee you could have watched this movie and like, oh my God, I love this movie. And then read the book and like, oh my God, I love this book and the movie. I still really like the movie. And I go back and watch it. You'll be like, oh yeah, it's still really good. But it, you know, in the book. Okay. I'm only going to give away one scene in the book and it's, it's not a spoiler. Or anything. Oh, it might actually be a spoiler, but this is in the book. I'm not giving away the movie because I haven't seen it. There is a fight between Mecha Godzilla and Ultraman. Oh, in this yeah. movie, book they can't i don't how can they do that in the, the movie i will say this if there's a person that can pull it off it would be spielberg it's spielberg yeah, yeah. spielberg is the number one respected person in the world for mm, movies i agree there is nobody i mean like that will go and be like you know what i'm gonna tell spielberg now. spielberg's overrated no, that doesn't happen. you could say whatever you want he has made too many good movies he, yes he's made some some junk but he's made too many good movies where people will be like I'm sorry. I'm gonna. And it could have been. And something... if he if he called you right now, I'm like, I want to. I want to own your life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And it could be because this movie's had a, a very long development time. Maybe that's part of it, where he's just trying to get as many rights as he can. I don't. I, bet, I don't want to give. Te- I bet away it's temporary to... rights too. You know, yeah, yeah, we yeah. own and we'll get a piece of it. And, and it, with Spielberg, you're like, you're gonna make money. Yeah. Like I'm gonna need to borrow the Iron Giant for about fifteen. Well, minutes. the Iron Giant's in the book. Well, yeah. So Iron Giant's in the trailer. Yes. It's like the first thing you see. Yes. I'm gonna need to borrow that Freddy Krueger for about twenty seconds of Freddy Krueger is not in the book. So those are some of the things that I'm like right. seeing. Are they gonna be replacing some of the things they could got could have got rights for? Possibly. There's probably some things. people that will try to strong strong arm Spielberg. Duke which... Nukem, which is in the trailer, is not in the book. So it's things like that. Everything in the book is really 80s. A mm-hmm. lot of 80s stuff. I'm sure um, they may... No, well, he says 1980s in the trailer. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a reason the whole entire world in this book and, and uh, hopefully in the movie revolves around 80s culture. Do, do, you, do you guys also notice that the guy in this movie is the kid that played Cyclops in the new movie and he wears Cyclops looking glasses in the trailer? I didn't know that until you told me. Yeah, he's wearing, I hated Cy- the, the well, he's wearing movie, Cyclops so. looking glasses. Look, right there, right on your screen right now look yes, at that he looks he's, like cyclops he's cyclops shooting <laughs> i think right now also is a really good we're set in a good social climate for this film to do well uh you've got the history of starcraft tournaments a lot of gamers coming up for years now and and, and now with mobile online battle arenas we we're seeing tournaments with millions of dollars in prizes and it's just an incredible thing take all that and go to the extreme of what this book's about it right. really is so a lot of people are going to be uh so take, able to identify very heavily with take, the premise of this um, film and this will be the last thing and we'll move on to like the marvel news that came from comic-con take reverse matrix matrix where like in the matrix you're forced to live in it and you don't know you live in it this movie's about wanting to live in the matrix that's you, a gamer you ever you yeah. remember that movie gamer? yeah yeah it kind of is uh, so you jack into the oasis is what they call it. Uh, and that's where you live life. You go to school, you go to the movies, you work in this virtual world. That's what the movie's about. Have you ever, <laughs> oh man, have you ever heard of this game called Second Life? Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So take Second Life, yeah. but to the extreme. All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I love the book. I'm really looking forward to the movie. It's very few times that I watch a trailer where I'm like, some reason I need to know more about that. I'm not going to go see this movie with you at all. <laughs> you shouldn't. Because you will, You at one point you're going to lean over. Critter, just, Critter, just the book say was no. better. In the book, <laughs> in the book, this was portrayed just like way, way better. Like you have no idea how much better it was in the book. I mean, this is this is I, right, but I mean, in the book, this like, is what dude, happened. Yeah. They're dude, missing some of my favorite characters. Dude, in the book, it had this character. And blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm just like, oh my god. So anyway, let's move on to Marvel. Had a uh, an awesome showing at Comic Con. Uh, lots of news. Their press conference was 90 minutes long, an hour and a half that's, of just Marvel stuff. That's as long as Meet the Feebles. That's like a <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> Uh, so the... that was the longest hour and thirty minutes of my life. Uh, another thing about when we were talking about Kong early, this is the first movie I've ever seen. Uh, Brie Larson, I think's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Kong. She is playing Captain she, Marvel. She's been in several things. She was in I It might Follows have seen her or something. I've never seen It Follows. So. It's bad. Yeah. Why, um, is, why is there a Captain Marvel movie coming out? What do you mean? What? Why? Why? Because Captain Marvel's awesome. Is she? Yes, she is. For how, Carol Dammer, Dammers. How, how long now? Has she been an incredible character? Ten years plus. Yeah, since they switched her to a woman, it's been a way popular character. Miss Marvel, she's went through, I think she was called during Butler Belt ten years ago. But Captain Marvel's awesome. I love Captain Marvel. And the Captain Marvel that's gotten her powers from... No, no, Ro got her powers from Captain Marvel. Right. I thought yeah. it was Miss Marvel she got It's Miss Marvel, it's the same character. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they announced that they're, they're, we knew that she was cast as this character, but we started getting some story plots. It's going to take place in the 90s. It's going to take place sometime before Iron Man. It's going to lead into the first Iron Man movie. And the bad guys, which is really the surprising news of all of it, is Skrulls. Apparently, we always thought that Fox owned the rights to Skrulls. They don't. They It's co-owned between both of them. That seems weird. Yeah. I mean, that's a fantastic It's four a fantastic villain. four straight up. Yeah. So apparently it's a co-owned thing, even to the point was it was a few years ago, James Gunn was asked, like, why isn't the scrolls in the movies? He's like, we don't have the rights for it. Apparently they did, or they do now, or they figured out they did, and they're just going to go run it because it's Disney, and what is Fox going to do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Those bullies. It's Disney. They, they're they going to own everything eventually, so. Uh, I'm really pumped up for this. I really like Miss Marvel. She's she's always been one of my favorite comic book characters. She's okay. This yeah. actress is okay. She's young. She hasn't been in a whole lot. She's. Been I don't in... read a lot of Miss Marvel in her, but she, it's, well, she hasn't. I don't know. There's a, there's a movie that she came out as more as a more of an independent movie. Um, a movie called Free Fire, where these people go to make a gun deal and it goes wrong, and so they're all trapped in this warehouse, and it's all these people trying to kill each other, and it looks like a really con a really fun shoot 'em up type of type of movie and she's in this movie and the trailer makes her look kind of cool so okay. this this would be more of a better movie that i think you would enjoy captain marvel is almost military she is military she's air force yeah i think so and i i just never read that off her and watching her in kong now you, yeah. if you watch this movie it's more of a, a shoot 'em up more of an action-y movie so she, she you know maybe it'll give you a better indication of what she's capable of in a action type movie what what classic storylines is she a part of? Uh, all the Kree War stuff. Uh, Captain, uh, the other Captain Marvel, Marvel, uh, dying. I mean, she's central in that character. Uh, that story arc. She's part of the New Avengers when they uh, Captain America, Luke Cage, and all those guys came on. She's part of all that stuff. So, like ten years ago, she was like really started hitting her stride. So, and if you ever read Alias, uh, Captain Marvel is also really good friends with Jessica Jones. 
which can lead us into our next news. The Defenders trailer was played at Comic-Con, and it is glorious. Oh, man. I'm, I'm really glorious. looking forward to seeing Sigourney Weaver as a bad yeah. guy. I still don't know who she's playing or how they're playing her. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care at all. She uh, looks menacing in the like split second that she's <clears throat> in there. I want her to be more than just a, another foot soldier for the I do, I do, too. I want her to be more of a spiritual force. I want her to be... There's a, a point pin. in the trailer now that looks like Madame Gao, Gao mm-hmm. is scared of her. Very much so. So yes. that that says a lot with the universe that they have built. And y'all know me and people that listen to this podcast. This was my wet dream well, watching they, this trailer. They were thinking it's a, a Mephisto. <clears throat> yeah, I know, I know the the devil uh, well, thing. That, that's, that's only hearsay. That's hearsay. And that's what I think everybody wants her to be. I don't really I, care. I don't know. I don't care. I don't yeah, care. It, it, it's going to be good. Um, apparently, people have watched... They showed the f- uh, first four episodes to some of the press. By the way, Marvel, we would like to watch the first four episodes and review them on this podcast. <laughs> you can email them at someonenerdyradio at gmail.com. Um, but they sent out the first four episodes, and they said it's a slow build. But it's good. It is good. So it's not an Iron Fist thing where some people didn't like it. It's not a Luke Cage thing where somebody didn't like it. This is... You know what the problem was with those two? They were just slow... They were too slow building because it was... uh, Luke Cage had the political thing. Yeah. And... Danny had the... I don't... We don't know what we're doing. It was. Well, they they couldn't capture... Yeah. The essence of fear in that. Like the the hand in Daredevil. You're like, man, those are scary people. The hand in... Iron Fish, you're like, hey, these are just guys. Yeah, yeah. This well, this is a West Side Story type of story. We're like, hey, we're gonna dance our problems away. In in Daredevil, Daredevil has to grow into being a hero. He has to grow into going and putting these powers that he has to use. And it's this drag out scene that really makes you feel that. But that was in the second episode, right? They did it early, yeah. right? But when they introduce Luke Cage, Luke Cage is well into his powers. And he is doing everything other than trying to draw attention and be somebody. Iron Fist, <laughs> they introduce him as a fully powered individual doing amazing things. And then they throw this curveball like they just neuter these characters with things that... They made him really naive. Yeah. And they never. And he should have been so wise. Like his character is a wise character exhibiting all the wisdom of the monks that he had dealt with in the past like, yeah it, it, but all of that aside um the 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 grouping of these characters looks awesome i mean with them being in the same kind of being like not getting you know the whole Joss Whedon along, avengers yeah. early on like we're not getting we're not getting along but then oh together man we are unstoppable. unstoppable and that looks like you can kind of see that in the trailer and then the punisher little tidbit mm-hmm Oh, Looks yeah. like you guys need me, or whatever it is. I forgot what he said. I don't think he'll probably be in one episode. This will probably set up the the, the Punisher series, but it's going to be in one of these like Matt Murdock things, like where he knows nobody else here will pull the trigger. The, the thing but he is, knows one person that will pull and, the trigger. And the thing is with with Punisher, and this is what I why I love this character so much. It's the only character in any comic book besides villains that's like. I can end all problems. All this. I can end all problems. You put Punisher. And it doesn't bother me. You put Punisher in Gotham for a week. Problem Everybody's solved. Everybody's dead. Problem solved. He might even kill Batman. I don't know. He's like, you are weak. You are get weak. You. you cause way more problems than what it's worth. You you bring people to you. <laughs> How many I... bad guys have you created? He could seriously end all problems. He would, he would justify it. Yeah, yeah. He could end all problems in Gotham like that. 
I enjoyed this trailer immensely, and it got me super hyped. But I, I more more than that, the Stan Lee one. I enjoyed the yeah. Stan Lee trailer, and his narration of the Defenders trailer just took me right back into it's, sitting in front of a TV watching Iron Man and T- Fantastic Four. Oh man, and, and, and how bad were those shows? How bad were those shows? And that was that that was the beginning of introducing some computer animation into a cartoon. Remember when yeah, Iron Man turned yeah. into Iron Man? Oh, All the stuff God. that happened to him. How <laughs> it looked bad like that reboot. Was. It was worse than It was reboot. worse than reboot. Reboot yeah. was actually a really cool I love show. Reboot, that was so. a really cool show. When was the last time you've seen that? Not a, not yeah, a long it, time. It's, it, <laughs> The animation does not hold up. I'm sure it doesn't. It looked but, good when we were younger. But the storyline was cool. Yeah, no, the storyline's really cool. I wonder if Stan Lee understands how many true believers he has out there. I think he does. Absolutely that, he does. Uh, Look that at trailer still... nailed me right, right, in my, right in my interest, right in the hype. I think Stan Lee is completely aware of everything. The dude is a, just a solid, cool dude. I mean, all the controversy of what may have happened in the past aside... He's a legend. He will always be something important to the comic world. And the fact he's still doing it 90 plus years. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. Still going. I mean, I'm th- I'm only 33. I'm exhausted all the time. <laughs> he's 60 years older than you. Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to do cons and I'm going to do this. And I'm like, man, podcasts like once a week can't do it. Let's let's just do it like a couple times a month, man. So let's continue on the the Marvel trend of things. So then they had the Ant Man part of the panel, and they announced who's going to play some of the other key characters in the Ant Man movie. This is some these are some big castings. So Wasp, which would be Janet Van Dyne, it wasn't a Dyke in the comic book. I don't know. Um, which would be Hank Pym's wife, which turned up missing. He explained that in the the, the first movie. She was subatomic. Yeah, uh, it's going to be played by Michelle Pfeiffer. She looks good for her age. Yeah, well, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, yeah, not everyone ages that well. So she's going to be playing the original Wasp. The original Wasp that's turned up missing that fought in the war with Ant Man. I think everyone our age thinks that she's beautiful, mainly because Catwoman. But Catwoman. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your first on a, your first boner in a movie, like oh god, this is awkward. And then uh, Goliath, uh, Bill Foster, which is um, he's the second or third giant man that Hank Pym gives the Pym particles to, is going to be played by Morpheus himself. Lawrence Fishburne. I like him. I like him too. I like, I like him. him a lot. He's cowboy. Um, cowboy. Cletus. Whatever. Cassidy, He's the whatever. cowboy uh, in yeah, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Herman. That's where I always kind of go back to. Other than Morpheus. Did you ever watch the movie Colony? No, no. You know, I, it's on my list. Of, I think it's on Netflix or something like that. It's I cool. Watched it. He's on the cover of it, so it's on my list. I, I put it on there because of him. It's worth watching. And 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 I know my credibility has gone down, but I promise you, it's not Meet the Feebles. <laughs> I promise you, I know my credibility of recommending stuff is now at an all-time low. Wait, hold on. Uh, go back up. Down. That guy. What's his name? Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins, underestimated actor ever. Not if you watch Vice Principals. I watched Vice Principals. If you watch him in Vice Principals, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's a bad guy in Justified, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody's a bad guy in Justified. But they're all Justified. It's all Justified <laughs> bad God. guys. Can they really be a bad guy? So let's move away from uh, Marvel and move into the DC news. Uh, DC showed, uh, what is this, the second trailer? Yeah. For it? So it showed a lot of the same footage. Uh, for Justice League, is what we're talking Aquaman about. Aquaman looks... Yeah. 
ridiculous. Yeah, he really does. He's going to be the standout in this movie. He's definitely going to yeah. be the standout. I, I think that had a lot to do with Zack Snyder loving the character. Loving the character. I mean, but so hopefully uh, Josh Whedon doesn't edit him completely out. There's going to be no way. There's too many people excited. Well, and they really need uh, the Aquaman movie to make money. So I think they need to make Aquaman as awesome as possible so people want to go see the Aquaman movie. So, so in the trailer, there's no strong so- cyborg parts. There's some good flash parts. Yeah. I don't more I I see this character and I saw the dude that plays Flash in in the panels and I'm just like really dude that that's that that's your look you're gonna go with being the Flash and I'm just kind of like all right all right this trailer felt a little flat to me well it, it's it seems like it was a bunch of stuff that we've already seen it was nothing like super new and the pacing of the trailer is just really really weird like a lot of flat scenes put together and super cut together i want it more and w- the avengers trailer leaked out the avengers trailer was freaking awesome did, uh, awesome did they lose their trailer guy like what happened did, i don't know this, this trailer is not as cool as what the, like really the batman versus superman was trailer guy probably we probably built him up so high everybody's like let's get trailer guy to do stuff and he's doing other things <laughs> he's making movies he's now. just making movies build, now he's making fantastic movies and he's I, consulting on the new avengers film. not that i want to like keep going back to marvel but the thor trailer from comic-con was awesome <sighs> Also, okay, the director of that movie. Okay, so this apparently is going to be the shortest. Back to Marvel, the shortest Marvel movie that they're going to put out. Which is weird. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter this if it's du- good. Well, this dude is funny. He's he's a comedy director, right? Um, if you've seen What We Do in the Shadows, which is awesome, it is amazing. Yeah, if you've seen that, he wrote and directed that with the Fly the Concord Concords guy, Jermaine du- Clements. Du- Clements. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I do. Um. He, they directed it and wrote it together, and they are phenomenally funny people. The wit and humor in it, and I love it because Chris Hemsworth's comedic pacing it's and funny. timing is perfect. Yes, the dude is very a very funny person, <clears throat> and I'm really glad. And it's kind of how they should have been playing Thor the whole entire time. That kind of buffoonery, because he's kind of way because he can be because he he's new to Earth, he's new to humanity. And for him to be kind of like naive about things is hysterical, and and the and the banter between him and Hulk is perfect. It's perfect. He goes, "Well, did you beat me? Uh, yeah, easily, yeah, easily, easily." That doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, oh, it was. It's true. Well, it should <clears throat> because it's totally true. It's not even Hulk at that point. It's Banner. <laughs> and even his conversation was Hulk. I love seeing smart. Well, Hulk. we're we're both like fire. <laughs> well, you're kind of like fire, but I'm like a raging fire. <laughs> Uh, that movie's gonna be awesome. You can definitely see the cues they're starting to take from the Guardians of the Galaxy, the the colors and kind of just the pacing of it, which I love because I love James Gunn and everything like that. Um, it, what the I think they didn't release the Avengers trailer, which they're gonna show at Thor, because the beginning of the Avengers trailer gives away the ending of Thor, mm. guaranteed. Ah, guaranteed it gives the way to ending of it. All right, I'm not well, then I'm it. glad I didn't see yeah. it because I re- you know how I feel yeah. about spoilers. So I think after Thor, they're going to show that same trailer, and then it'll make a whole lot more sense. Okay. Because now that I've seen the trailer, I know how Thor is going to end. I don't want to. Do not tell me. Don't, do, do, don't you dare. 
And just because I made you watch Meet the Feebles doesn't mean you can do that to me. <laughs> so anyway, Justice League does not look as good as uh, Marvel as usual. It has so, some good points, go. man. It it does. Uh, Aquaman does look awesome. I'm Aquaman really looking looks forward awesome, to that. The I'm... flash scene where everybody leaves and he's still standing there. It's hilarious. This and the subtlety of it. The fastest man yeah. alive gets left in the dust. That's yeah, kind of funny. Even it's understand. Like, <laughs> like, well, that's really rude. So that was really good. I thought it was kind of no. I thought it was kind of funny that the people that aren't the fastest man alive left oh, God, the dude, yeah. and he's like, oh wow. Well, that's what we're doing. So, okay. sticking on Flash, they also announced what the Flash movie is going to be called, and it's Flashpoint. Okay. And this could mean a lot of different things, because Flashpoint is a very, very different storyline in the DC comic books. Are they going to do Flashpoint, where we're having alternate Batman, well, alternate yeah. Superman? Well, yeah. I mean, they already have Dean... Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he would be... I mean, there's already the, the fan art that came out with him as, as Thomas Wayne. Yeah. And that looks awesome. So if you don't know, Flashpoint was like Flash messing up the timeline. As Flash does. And going to an alternate reality where Bruce Wayne was killed and Thomas Wayne... Uh, his father becomes the Batman to avenge his son, and his mother Martha Wayne, goes insane. Goes insane and becomes the Joker. Now, here's the thing: I feel about the Flash. I sh- I feel like I should cover. I like the Flash. I've always liked the Flash. However, the more you hear about him, the more you read about him or research him, he's the biggest villain in the DC universe. <laughs> well, everything he does is horrible. It's understandable. It messes something up. That the Flash is an impetuous individual that doesn't really think about consequences. But that it makes is... him so terrible. He screws up everybody's life so horribly. It is his one major fault. As Look, far as I'm a good dude, go, but it. I like to screw up people's lives beyond repair. I'm sorry. That's just how I am. But fair warning to the DC Universe, you think Batman vs. Superman was bad? Well, there's no dumpster fire quite like making alternate dimensions and timelines in a movie movie I love alternate dimension movies. My problem with this is the DC Universe movies aren't established enough to start messing with it. It's not. You're you're absolutely right, but DC is playing catch up and they're doing whatever I know, whatever I know. popular storyline. And let's face it, Flashpoint This is a good way to get Ben Affleck and not to be Batman anymore. They just recast him. Oh, he God. messed up the timeline. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. You nailed it. That's I, I probably mean, it. This is the way to do it. That makes perfect sense and that sucks because oh, I really like really like Ben Affleck as Batman. So, uh, moving on from DC, there's uh, two TV shows that came out this year that, or maybe last year, um, that are so awesome. Stranger Things. Absolutely amazing. So, we got a season two trailer. Uh, they're running around in Ghostbuster outfits. Me and Critter that are alone, away. I was like, ah! Um, and then the Thriller song. Yeah. It, it, it's... Um, it's probably going to be just as good as... And Sean Ashton's in the second season, too, so I like him a lot. Apparently, getting the thriller right, the rights to Thriller was very difficult. I heard that. I heard really? that. That's what I heard. That, that was you the hold that up. everywhere, too. Eh, it doesn't matter. It's 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 a good show. It's going to be good. The Thriller song for the trailer was perfect. I'm glad they waited for it, because it really kind of sold it on it being even more 80s than it was. Eleven's coming back, baby. Which I think we all kind of figured well of so. course if you if you if you didn't expect 11 to come back then i think people would be like what the hell well, where's she at yeah then uh, who's eating all those waffles so definitely <laughs> uh season two it comes out this year uh october right mm, i think so yeah but maybe we'll do a review about that because i really love the first season I, I, maybe we'll do that on the podcast okay i, I really dig i'm down for that i will watch that I quickly can't, i can't promise that i'm gonna binge watch it 
in the week that it comes out. You probably won't be here on the podcast anyway. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. We're, we'll just, oh, boy. We'll just here we go. put everything around your schedule. So <laughs> the other show that came out either this year or last year was Westworld. Have you all seen Westworld? Oh, yes. I have not. Oh, my God, man. So I have HBO. You I do didn't have watch HBO? It. I do. Why haven't you watched Westworld? I missed the first episode. Um, first Three episodes. What do you, uh, mean you missed them. I mean, watch when, them over again. You don't have only the man. Well, yeah, and well, okay. So I have HBO Go. I have HBO Go, but yeah. I just haven't gotten around to it. Okay, let me, okay, let me okay. put it this way: it is the best sci-fi show that's ever been on TV. I do love sci-fi, and that's I'm fair. I'm I'm that's saying say. this above. It's better than Serenity. Oh. It really is. You mean Firefly? Firefly. It's a different animal. It's a different animal. But as a put-together show, it is so, so sparked. You know what? You're right. I need to get on it quickly because I've never and watched I Game of Thrones. I can't believe it hasn't been I've never watched Game of Thrones. i never watched Game of Thrones either. Well, and, and it's something that piqued my interest. But now I'm so far behind. Now I'm just kind of like... Wait till it's over. And start watching it. It, yeah. it, well, me and my wife started because we have HBO. We just got HBO Go. And we watched almost to the first season of game of thrones and then i screwed that all up because on amazon prime days mm-hmm. they had a sale on xbox one so i brought my xbox one back so i finally had an xbox one and i was playing video game <laughs> so i am completely stopped watching game of thrones completely um but i'm still bored with game of thrones first season to me is really hard to get through and everybody tells me to go ahead and get through the first season you'll enjoy it better they're in season seven. You I Philistine. know that. I've never seen. I've never seen all the first season. Hmm. I've only seen mm-hmm. three episodes. Mm-hmm. You don't watch Game of Thrones. You make me watch silly ass movies like Meet the Feebles. <laughs> that was me and that. And whatever Lord of the Three Snakes. All right? Dance of the Three Snakes. Dance of the Three Snakes. Lord of the Dance of the Three Snakes. I, you weren't even on the show, but you watched it. I did, and we're still friends. <laughs> so I anyway, I, I, again, I am very sorry, guys. I. <laughs> Immensely apologize. Gotta keep apologizing. Uh, last news before we go ahead and start closing out the show. Todd McFarlane, which is you know the the over image created Spawn, all this. Still a huge stuff. fan of him. Uh, awesome dude. I watch his videos almost every single day where he teaches people how to draw. Another guy that used to do introductions for his show. Yeah, he sure did. Um, he wasn't as good though. No, well he's he's no Stan Lee. So he's he's not as infectious. So he's been hitting at a while that he's been working on trying to make another Spawn movie. The funny thing is, I heard the announcement that, okay, he's making another one. Bloomhouse is doing it. It's a small budget movie. Uh, That'll be great. It, fine. And then I was joking with a friend of mine. It's like, you know, he's probably has the ego enough that he thinks he can direct it. And then I read he's directing the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> Who did he call for playing Spawn? Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> That's right. Which, if you remember. He what... was white in the comic book for the, the first few issues. Any new changes? Because it was the uh, husk he was in was white. Hmm. Yes, actually, I was yeah, going to say that. That's, right. I, uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. No, I'm a black man. I yeah, don't remember yeah, the yeah, comic yeah. was. No, what? And he's a blonde white guy. And he goes, he, <laughs> nobody he, forgets. Everybody forgets that about the comic book. That it yeah. was very early on. And he goes, no, I'm a. Bl-, and he yells it. No, I am a black man. <laughs> And that was one of the reveals in the comic book in the 90s when that comic book came out because there wasn't many uh, black superheroes that it was a white guy that remembers that he's a black guy. Leonardo DiCaprio might be shooting a little too high for a low-budget Spawn movie. And he's still wanting to do like a horror movie. He said he's, he wants to really bring it back to a more it's roots. roots, do horror, do Al Simmons, do... Uh, if it's Bloomhouse, which does a lot of low-budget horror movies... That are good. That's that good. are good. It's not going to have a big budget. So Bloomhouse he's going makes to good movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But they're going to have to build a story 
that's going to be conducive to doing a low budget movie so that can actually help a lot my problem with this leo's not a low budget actor though no like he, he, he there's no way he's ever gonna you know get what him. maybe maybe mcfarlane would say hey i'll donate all profits to water salvation or whatever hippie thing he's into <laughs> man hey clean water man he's all about it he say hey i'll 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 just fill up my bathtub start bottling it send it to people my problem was this movie is that he's directing it he is i love todd mcfarlane right but sometimes he gets ahead of himself yeah and if he's gonna be no control and they're just giving him 20 million dollars to be like hey go film a spawn movie i don't know if that's a good idea let's just see how it goes i'm gonna watch it no matter what the first one was just you know what the first one's bad. It. I like it. Though. Rewatching it though, you're like, Ugh. Michael Jai White though. Yeah, he's awesome. Legit. He better be in the Legit. movie somewhere. Michael Jai White. I mean, what else is that is dude doing? Maybe so. one of the. Well, he does a lot of yeah, independent, like straight to DVD movies. Yeah. But yeah. okay, Blood and Bone. Have you ever seen that movie? You are all. I think you're the biggest Michael J. White fan I've ever met. Have you seen him in movies? (laughs) There's nobody that could beat him up in real life. Him. All right. There was there was this video of him that I watched where he's teaching Kimbo Slice how how to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like he's just like see he's like no you punch hard I get that he's like but you telegraph your punches. He's like in, and, and Kimbo's like, what are you talking like, about? Like, uh, he's like brake lights. Hand. He's like, yeah. it's like brake lights. He's like, if you come up on a car, if they don't hit their lights, you don't know how close you're getting. He's like, so what? What I'm doing is, and he showed him how he just could punch a guy without moving his body. And by by the time he sees his fist there, he's like, oh crap, it's too late. I've seen the video. He goes, yeah. just just punch straight, my hand, just straight there, just straight there, just and straight Kimbo there. Couldn't, don't Kimbo couldn't couldn't do it. He's like, you're <laughs> telling me, starts tele- just slapping Kimbo's hand. Kimbo's trying to move it, he couldn't. He's like, D- oh, I'm gonna get closer to your hand, try to pull it away before I hit it. And he's just like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, all right, dude, Mr. Slice. But you are the biggest fan of his dude. I've ever met. I. I've seen like maybe five of his movies, and one of them's fun. I'm just saying the dude could whip anybody's ass. <laughs> Personally, I think Liguizamo was an excellent violator. <laughs> the violator is not the problem with the movie. Just the movie's bad. The movie's it, bad. Yeah, it's just a bad movie. Um, and you're so, gonna sit there and say that Michael Jai White is not the perfect Al Simmons? No, no, no. I, I love. He's a. He could still be Al Simmons. He could. I, I'm completely fine with them recasting him. Um, as. Spawn. Um, this movie can either be really good or it can just be another bad spawn. Another movie. bad spawn movie. So I'm hoping for the latter. So no, the former. The former. So good movie. But that <laughs> I think we'll have something to say about it either way. Probably so. Uh, but that's all we have. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Randall. It's nice to have you back in the studio with us. It's been nice. It's been nice actually just hanging out with you outside yeah, of yeah, just yeah. Like, you know outside of the podcast. We, have, we literally have not seen Randall in two two months i i enjoy being here well we miss you and i actually thought about bringing him a present because i knew he'd be here but i didn't (laughs) but i thought about it it's the thought that counts am i right uh i can't count i can't count that only you can so uh our next podcast (laughs) this is uh okay never mind present gone (laughs) so this is uh i take my thought back Issue number 24 on 25, we're actually going to be talking about, which is Mr. Danger's idea over here, opening songs from cartoons. Yeah, I like them. I have some that really stick out in my memories. So uh, if you all have any that we want us to talk about in the next episodes, go ahead and send us an email at somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us on YouTube, but nothing ever goes there. (laughs) 
Um, and if you're listening to us, any podcast that you're listening to us, make sure you leave us a review. But if you're on iTunes, make sure you leave us all the stars. I miss that so much. I really do. Hate hug us. Hate leave hug us. us. Leave yeah. us all the stars and then leave us an honest review. But we, you know, we hope you like the show and we enjoy hearing back. If you want us to improve on stuff, we can absolutely do that. Uh, thank you for the positive response for the Watch Your Mouth episodes. Um, those have been, those came out really great. I'm really happy about them. If you want to get in touch with us, like I said, message us anyway on social media or email. We have a t-shirt store where you can buy t-shirts with our pretty logos on them. I'm wearing one right now. It looks good. I'm rubbing my nipples. Your nipples are in the middle of the chest. That's weird. <laughs> uh, you You're can like buy a dog. Our logo. <laughs> good God. Uh, you can buy our logo. You can buy Future Flicks with Billiam and Nurses Square Circle, which are our two other podcasts. In addition to a lot of other designs. Yeah, lots of Critters designs. They're all awesome because Critters uh, amazing. Uh, We're going to work on getting some more shows up there, a little bit more uh, show-centric. Maybe some of our catchphrases that we say we're gonna try to get those on a shirt and we'll get them up there so if y'all interested in that let us know ice cream cone shoots the phone does anybody want that shirt because i kind of feel like i want that shirt i have the picture of him with the ice cream cone danger cone highway to the danger cone so that's all we have for you on this podcast uh join us in two weeks uh where we talk about cartoon theme songs uh we have been your host i am snarf chris i'm critter I'm danger and good journey nerds good journey nerds good journey nerds that f***ing movie meet the feebles had more compelling characters than Star Wars episode 7 (laughs) 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 or Rogue One good god man you suck You suck. You just, that's it.